Get HelloFresh and skip that extra trip to the grocery store and long checkout lines. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TPT65 and use code TPT65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash TPT65 and use code TPT65 for 65% off plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. everybody welcome to the pastimes podcast uh each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by dave anthony i'm gareth reynolds and i've never seen it before and neither is our guest this week jake johnson hello everybody there we go jake you're famous right uh relatively so great that's all we need uh, to hear we're in you were the jake johnson (laughs) who was in the capitol riot is that no, 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 That's Jay Johnson. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we were, oh, I apologize. I apologize. Uh, there's also oh, I, another Jake Johnson, which is my favorite, where there's, uh, I guess, apparently a little boy actor named Jake Johnson. And our friend Scott Gimple wrote to me, watching Spooky Buddies with my son. When do you appear, man? I don't appear in Spooky Buddies. And he's like, your name's on it. And I'm like, listen, asshole, I'm not in the movie. Stop being mad at me. Spooky Buddies. Oh, man. Uh, the whole time he's like, you know, the good thing is my buddy Jake's in this at least. Yeah. Oh, when you asked about plug, can, uh, Dave, do you mind at the end of this plug in Spooky Buddies? It's currently streaming. Uh, oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you so much, my friend. <laughs> you cannot see Jake in Spooky Buddies. Yeah. You can see his name in the credits for Spooky Buddy. <laughs> Hang in there and watch <laughs> the full credits. Like, there must be something at the end. <laughs> uh, is Jay Johnson confirmed? I re- yeah. I had heard. Uh, conf- confirmed through, yeah, my, my connections. He's confirmed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So this is uh, a newspaper from uh, March 19th, 1890. Okay. It is the, I, I thought I'd, uh, you know, this is just for uh, Jake, because I knew he grew up there. This is from Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, really, that's inspiring. What a nice Thank you nice for making gesture. it specific. Yeah, I yeah. Like oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's, everything's catered. It's all, it's meticulous. <laughs> it, so it's not like a plug-and-play kind of show up. It was really just for me today, which is Just really for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> It's also my birthday, March 14th or whatever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, great. March 19th. Yeah, it's your birthday. Yeah, 14, 19. Birthday. It's all. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares, yeah. man? It's all <laughs> buddies. Spooky buddies. Spooky buddies. I tell about a bunch of friends who are spooky. Uh, okay, page one. First story. Okay. Uh, this is uh, happening in uh, uh, Key Point, New Jersey. Start from Key Point, New Jersey. So the first story in the Salt Lake paper is a New Jersey story. That's right. Okay. William Pollung, a youth of 19, married Miss Adela Stayerhart at the Baptist Personage last night. J. Francis Moulton, a wealthy resident, held a loaded revolver in full view of the bridegroom. Moulton is the bride's brother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Moulton is the bride's brother-in-law, so it's the groom's brother. Yeah, yeah. So it's why is it phrased like that? That's I don't know. Amazing. 
So the groom's brother's holding a loaded revolver during the ceremony, and they're like, we don't want to make the brothers seem bad. Let's, uh, what's some language? It's the bride's brother-in-law. Exactly. It's got to be wrong, right? It's got to be. Okay. Well, the young man was caught in the girl's bedroom Saturday night, and the brother-in-law broke in the door, but the young man escaped fleeing through the streets to his own home in his nightshirt. Wait. There's a lot going on there. So it's not his brother. It could be. So the guy with the gun was having sex with her, right? Is that what's happening? The, no, the guy, the guy, so a guy was having sex with a girl and his brother, or maybe it's, maybe it's his brother-in-law, maybe, oh. The Salt maybe, Lake City confusing times. <laughs> maybe this is the, maybe this is, he's married to, no, that can't be right. Man, this is Jerry Springer. It doesn't make sense. All we know is that, number one, this dude had sex with a young woman, and number two, he brought a nightshirt to have sex with her. Well, I mean, I think nightshirt, that night, nightshirt's when you're just porky pigging it out of the room. Like, you know, you don't have time. Or nightshirts are, you've been in a pandemic and your body has turned into that of a toddler's body. And all of a sudden somebody wants to see you with your shirt off and you go, I'm into the sex. I promise you, you don't want to see a three-year-old's muscle tone on a 42-year-old's frame. I Let look like I'm at Spooky Buddies. Yeah. yeah. I promise you, you're not going to want to see what's under this nightshirt. So let's just roll through on the bottom halves and do this thing. All right. We'll show the parts that matter. Everything else we keep behind the curtain. Does everyone understand? These are the rules. These a are the nightshirt is like a way to be mysterious, I think. If you know what you got isn't a good... I mean, yeah. It's what, it's what like the Three Stooges wore to bed. <laughs> not a night. It's my nightshirt. Yeah. Okay. So he has his night. So he just runs out. I'm still not sure what exactly has happened, but I, me neither. The visual of a man standing at a ceremony with a loaded gun is. I mean, that's good enough. My question with the guy with the gun is: Is he defending himself, or was yeah. he coming to show whoever was with that woman that he like? Who is he defending, yeah. and who is he going after? Well, I why the gun is the question. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's married to the the sister oh, of, the, of the. That works. Yes. Yeah, I'm wondering that if he's married. Yeah, so that's how I think it works. God, someone who's smart listening to this was like, "What yeah. just happened with these three people?" <laughs> <laughs> it's sad when three stupid people are saying like the writing's confusing. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> no, 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 I don't think it was. <laughs> We're treating it like one of those riddles where it's like, how did the man get to the 50th floor? We're like, all right, so there's, there's a second brother. Hold on, hear me out. There's a second brother. Yeah. <laughs> it, it uh, yeah, a nice the- thing about, yeah, about not being mentally sharp that everything's a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> if I like pull up and I ask somebody for directions and they don't write it down, part of me when the person's talking and they've gotten through the third turn is I'm like, this is cool that he's still talking because now I'm done listening. Like, go down Maple Street, take a right at your yeah. second stop sign. Yeah. Once he keeps going, I just want to go like, fuck you, it's over. <laughs> you're, you're clocking other people to ask down the road. You're like, that can ask that guy. He might write it down. I heard him say Maples, uh, Maple Street, and then my brain turned into mashed potatoes, and now I'm on to the next thought process. 
It's just, I just picture you reading a newspaper in, in yeah. 18, and going, what? No, what the fuck is this? What is this? It's like word jumble, the whole goddamn thing. It's the sister, the sister. It's the sister. Relax. Oh, the si- oh that makes sense. Holy shit. Okay. That's, and by the way, that's to me, because in some of these, Jake, like, the first article, you're like, what the hell is... That feels appropriate for, like, a front page. That seems sure. closer to, like, news rather than okay, like, well a hedge, uh, hedgehog scene or something, which is normally... <laughs> Next one, uh, a lecturous stone. Miss Margaret Shepard of Boston lectured tonight on the Roman priesthood exposed. When leaving the hall, Victor Segner threw a stone which stunned her. A policeman chased Stegner and on his refusing to stop, shot and seriously wounded him. Jesus Christ, how is that not number one? Right after I said that, you pitched a way better one. Pretty badass lady in 1890 making that speech. Yeah. 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 But and uh, dealing with the time, there's some guy who's like, you know what? I don't like what she's saying. I'm going to toss this rock at her. That guy is still here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That guy's been that president. Guy is not, he has not changed. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that guy. Yeah. It's just the stone is like di- the stone is now just like social media or other things yeah, like that. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it just the, the part of that that ages that is quite right. He threw a stone. And nowadays we're like, what an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring a gun, you clown. Yeah. Shoot someone, would you please? <laughs> Be like that mysterious brother-in-law who came from some sort of lagoon. Um, And then the cop seems to uh, also be of the time. He would work today as well. Like someone throws a rock and he's like, I need to kill that guy. He's got a loaded rock. Yeah. My guess that the writer didn't put in was that there was a lot of back and forth with this drunkard about calming the fuck down before he threw the rock. (laughs) I don't believe the way the world works is like, all right, let me let me listen to your speech. I throw a rock at you, and then you get shot. There's a I, lot of down, sit down, uh-huh. sit down. You're honestly, my anger is at a five. It's at a seven. It's at a nine. I am going to shoot you in the back. I hate you with every fiber of my body. From three, two, one, timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, solid. And I agree, yes, too. It shows a strong gumption on the part of uh, the lady in the story. And gumption, yeah. a term of the time. Yeah. You know, I do like the idea of a, the, uh, the big revolt is throwing a stone at somebody. That could come back and actually help us in 2021. And if you're I'm, really yeah. mad, throw a stone, man. Not I even like at that. her, near her. That would be great. What we need to do is they did that big gun exchange in Australia and it changed. We need to do stones for guns and everybody. And you'll if you have an AK-47, you get a big rock, guys. OK, we're not saying it's a pebble. Here's the problem with America is we would figure out a way to make rocks so scary and we would do it yeah. so fast. There would yeah. be some new invention that you're like, man, I would rather be shot than stoned by that thing. That thing's going to hurt well, so bad. Someone, someone would put the rock in a gun and be like, now we're talking. You'd be like, no, 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 that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's an automatic rock shooter. It yeah. shoots 90 rocks in a second. Yeah. <laughs> 
USA. <laughs> and then they would cut the rocks into bullets. And yeah. you'd be like, wait a second. A rock is a bullet. It's the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're still in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Solid All right. page so far. Yeah. Still on page one. A bank wrecker's clever trick. A story is published this evening to the effect that Lester B. Faulkner, the wrecker of the Danville Bank, supposed to have died January 27th, is still living in Mexico. He availed himself of the death of his gardener to have the body buried as his own and then quietly left. Wait, wait, okay. So he, what did he, did he his kill his, he, he faked he his death with his gardener's gardener, body. Yeah, yeah, his gardener died, and then he was like, oh, I, there's a body. I can use this. That's a very all... convenient way, D- Dave. The idea of he's like, I got to get out of under this fucking bank. My gardener just had a heart attack. <laughs> Happens to look exactly is, like me. <laughs> well, the five foot ten, 180-pound gardener who has faced <laughs> to her like mine had a heart attack on the day that I needed to leave the country and leave my identity. I could not have planned that. Doesn't it also not work if people know the gardener died? You kill a hobo five towns away, you bring that back, you fake your own death, then you have that body buried and nobody knows about the existence. If it's your gardener, you don't just go, ooh, I'm going to also die. Yeah. I'll say this, though. At the, in the 1890s, a lot of gardeners, when they died, you would just leave them in the garden and they would, you know. Yeah, that, that's what they do on their last day is they just sort of dig their own little grave and at 5.30 fall into it. So sad. <laughs> so pull some soil themselves. Their last act is sort of soiling themselves into the hole. Uh, tomatoes tomatoes look great this year. Yeah. Albie died. Albie died. Did I tell you Albie died under the maters? One thing that's so sad about that era as opposed to this era is how easy it would be to be a criminal back then. Oh, yeah. Just, like, you know, you fake your death. There's no way of checking. Then getting a new ID down there. There wasn't yeah. picture IDs. No. You would just say, like, what's your name? My name? Jimmy. Humble Core Pieman. Yeah. Welcome to town, Jimmy. Where'd you go to college? You got it. There's no way of us to check anything. No, and we are missing out on millions of little scandalous crimes because someone was just like, well, he's a, he says he's an angel from heaven. We should give him all our gold. <laughs> you know, like that just never got reported because people are like, an actual angel's here. But what well, we, that's, what, Again, Gareth, that's still happening. Yeah, that is still happening. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. <laughs> but one thing we talk about on the dollop a lot is like, to be a doctor, Dave, wasn't it basically just like you're like, I'm a doctor, and hey. then you were kind of a doctor? Yeah, you just needed a sign to hang up, and then you were yeah. a doctor. And that, that was, was it. like it for so long. So Did you like, guys hear yeah. about the kid a couple of years ago who just got arrested, the teenager, for impersonating being a doctor? No. And, yes, and I mean, it's a real kid. He's like 17. <laughs> and getting actual clients. Then he got busted. You know, he was probably 16 at the time. Got out of jail or were juvie, wherever he went. Paid his fine, did his time. Then went back and got some more patients. And when he got busted oh. again, he was like, at a certain point, I just want to help. <laughs> <laughs> I took an oath. I did take an oath. No, you didn't. And like, like this kid I love. Like he was, he was one of those hustlers that at a certain point, you start believing your own bullshit. 
Yeah. And he's like, yeah. you know, I'm doing a lot of good for these the, old people. In the 1840s, you're talking about the greatest doctor we had. And yeah. ta- now he's in jail. But in the 1840s, a legend. He's like, I love Doogie Howser. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to just rock, recently watch the Doogie Howser pilot. I, I did too. You, did you really? I, I like three nights ago. I just, I swear what? to God, C- creepy, creepy as fuck. Creepy what? as fuck. Why did you do this? The whole thing is creepy. <laughs> Honestly, I grew up watching the show. I saw it on yeah. Hulu and I thought like, I wonder yeah. how they like, how did how that does go? It start? That's exactly what? what I did. Same. Uh, the, uh, what's the neighbor character again? Vinny Del Pino. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Vinny's a little sex perv, man. He is all, oh, he's uh, not right. Right. He's not all right. All about, no. This, ahead, this nurse, this nurse fake seducing him in front of all the other doctors and nurses. Like she's like, she's like saying she wants to get it on with him and it's just a setup and everyone's watching. They're like, happy birthday. And it's like, what? You just, you just fucking <laughs> permanently scarred a 16 year old. Congratulations. ABC was like, we'll do 24. Yeah, I will say the Neil Patrick Harris delivers a runner to open that thing where they do a shot where he and a bunch of doctors are walking down a hallway and it starts on his feet and goes up. This guy, this 15 year old boy has probably three pages of the chunkiest medical dialogue. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a reason why Neil Patrick Harris became a big star forever. Yeah, that's it was a. If I if I was watching a kid do that, I've worked with kids. Most kid actors are exactly what you would think. They are kids who happen to be actors because their parents are pushing them. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris was a fucking star in that pilot. What he were was. the kids like when you worked with them on Spooky Buddies? <laughs> was that group easy to work with? Did they have their lines down? Or well, you know, we were. That was a different time <laughs> of my life. We were partying. Okay. Okay, right. So right, me, I get me and the kids, we, that felt like uh, camp uh, on coke. You know what I mean? Right, man, yeah, every yeah. night. A grown up and a bunch of kids do it. Yeah. Well, it was more at that point in my life, I was a different person. Mentally, I was a child. Right. So I did have the body cool. of a gross adult, but mentally, they were all my older brothers. Bro. Right, right. You're you just know, a guy I, in a oh nightshirt. Yeah, you just got a nightshirt. Asking night for on. advice. Yeah. I was doing and a lot you, of crying and a lot of asking for advice and money. Because a lot of those kids were rich as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. okay. All right, okay. David. <laughs> uh, still on page one. Miss Flack testifies. The wife of Sheriff Flack was a witness today in the case against her husband for conspiracy. She was hysterical. <sighs> Under cross-examination, she told the story, now familiar, denying that she had signed a petition for divorce from her husband and charging as forgery certain signatures handed to her for inspection. Among these was her own petition in the present action. The defense seeks to establish that she is and has been an inebriate. Uh, okay. Let's see. I mean, that doesn't... That I think they're just... Straightforward. For I mean, they're just trying to say, trying to say she's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, but that, that's just slander on her character. They're saying she's yeah. hysterical, yeah. she's a nut, she's oh drunk, what is that? drunk. An inebriate. They're saying that she's a drunk. That's a great way to say someone's a drunk, by the way, an inebriate. 
Um, yeah, well, normally they normally what they would do too is they would talk about her physically and like disparage her like that in the yeah. paper of this era. Like they, so I, I mean, th- this is as nice as it gets when reporting on a uh, woman that you want to be rude to. But what does the paper get out of you know losing her credibility? Yeah, it's gossip. It's just great to attack a woman. I mean, it's you know, it's you just get to you just get <laughs> yeah. to just break down a woman and call her a drunk That's and hysterical. That's what the section in the paper's called. And now <laughs> time for attack a woman. Well, we had a real hysterical bitty on the stand the other night. Uh, that is a normal front page. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm impressed. Gareth, we are brought to you in part by Hello Fresh. Uh, look, you get Hello Fresh. And you, you don't have to make the trip to the grocery store, which we all know, it's hard. Uh, there's a lot of crying. I've seen they fires. they approved this copy? No, this is terrible. The, I've seen fires. Okay. Um, there's been floods. Where are you shopping? I mean, I, I yeah, it's sure, it's, it's way better, but... I lost my grandmother, Gareth! A long time ago. And there's long, long checkout lines. So you can spend more time doing the things you love with delicious craft-created recipes delivered straight to your doorstep. And, of course, I'm talking about HelloFresh. Gareth, you've had HelloFresh, right? Uh, Dave, yeah, I'll say hello to Fresh a lot. When Pam Reynolds was in town, we made a mushroom shepherd's pie, and it was a hit, Jack. With the two of you? Were there, yeah. was there a high five? Well, when we high five, we do the Top Gun high five, where it's like up top, then you sure. meet back down. So we did that sure. for sure. Actually, there were not a lot of differences between that scene in Top Gun with volleyball and when we made it. So. Yeah, I could, I could totally picture that. And I'm going to picture it uh, for a long time. Gareth, my wife and I recently had the Tuscan chicken and kale spaghetti. And when I said we both had, I made it for both of us. And then I just ate it all. So it's interesting. there's ways to celebrate your love with HelloFresh. Not sure I understand. I'm going to go ahead and say that's one way to do it. Make the meal, eat it, and then go, I don't know, right? I will say there are many things I like about it. The recipes are just so easy to follow. You know, you look like you know what you're doing, which is really what Anywhere is all about. It's making it seem like you know what you're doing when you don't. So HelloFresh has uh, 40 weekly recipes to choose from, so you can say goodbye to your recipe rut and uh, just treat yourself and your family to exciting new flavors every week, like I do, Dave Anthony. So go to HelloFresh.com slash TPT65 and use code TPT65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash TPT65 and use code TPT65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Number one! Is that a good ending? Yeah. Well, no. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this this podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. To join me for, I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. 
Bristol September 22nd, and Cardiff September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide November 16th. Canberra November 17th. Brisbane November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson it's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and it is out right now so go listen to we're here to help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Uh, so this this is another story. This is from, uh, this I guess is happening in West Virginia. A school teacher on deck, Barry Goff, age 16, was stabbed and killed by his school teacher. Oh my God, what? That, man, wow, that is... You don't, f- don't fuck with your teacher in West Virginia. That's I always mean, been a thing. Does it give any backstory or is that it? There's going to be some. Uh, Morgan Rose, yeah, that would, that'd be funny if that's the whole story. All right. Uh, toad's breeding. <laughs> Morgan okay. Rose in Clay County Monday, Goff was late to school and the teacher punished him. Oh, well, Goff- I, we didn't know he was late. <laughs> in our defense. When we heard the headline, we didn't know the kid was late. (laughs) Goff left and returned with his father and two other men. A quarrel resulted and Rose stabbed Goff. A general fight ensued in which the elder Goff, Rose, and several others were seriously hurt. This fucking teachers are badass. Yeah, that makes more sense. The the kid's family's wild. Yeah. He's coming in late. The teacher said like... (laughs) Skadoodle, buddy. You come in late, the kid goes like, I'll get my fucking dad and my uncle and we'll whip your ass. And the teacher went like, that's enough! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, if, I also like that if you do that move, like you bring your uncle and your dad, which is bold, if you're the teacher, still going for the child. It's just... Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That kid... Like not, that kid... Not doing like, an adult... <laughs> yeah. Like, not this adult This is it, fighting. you fucking son of a bitch! They're grown-ups escalating, but you're still like, I'm going to kill your child. Like, that's your move. That's still. because all of the shit he took from this kid the whole fucking school oh, year. Yeah, yeah. And now oh. he's bringing his fucking dad and uncle down, and then now it's like diehard in a schoolhouse. But the, you know what? I will say there was no description of dad and uncle. It could have been... Father and uncle, the gentlest poets in town. We just want to talk to you about emotions. (laughs) And then like one bad seed of an amazingly kind family of men. And the the teacher said like, if we just kill this seed, the family is great. You don't need one bad apple. Just cut it out and smush it. Yeah, I, if you heard like a story, I mean, it would be refreshing to hear of this sort of school violence as opposed to what we hear now. You know, this like much What's more controlled when people are attacking with rocks and things. Uh, still, still on page one. Here's a headline: okay. "Not afraid of white men." There we go. Wow, that's <laughs> a, that. I'm, 
We would come so far if we could have that in a yeah. paper today. Written <laughs> by a white man, I 100% guarantee it. Yeah. Sure. Fuck yes. No doubt. No doubt about New it. Y- in New York, the Chinese laundrymen of New York could not be made to believe that the American Laundry Union is able to freeze them out of the business. The president of the Chinamen's Union in an interview today expressed the opinion that they will be able to hold their own. He's just saying, yeah, we're going to stay in business. And their headline is, these guys aren't afraid of us. What are we going to do to them? It takes, it's just (laughs) amazing how little it takes for a white to be like, see, we're not that bad. (laughs) They're not terrified. (laughs) The only problem with uh, this show concept in hearing about the past is to see how terrible it still is. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Well, you're like, oh, like 1890, what I was really hoping is to be like, God, that was a billion years ago. We were monsters. <laughs> there are so many where we are like, like on the dollop or even here where you just are like, it is, I mean, it's cr- like, like we've already had a Trump. That was something like there. It's just crazy yeah. shit where you're just like, how are we not? And when you, I've been watching um, Adam Curtis documentary, Can't Get You Out of My Head. And oh. the amount of stuff that you're just like, man, it's just the same shit. It's just a yeah. little different, a little more advanced. It's got takes yeah, a different form, but it's the same power structure, same too shit much, over man. and over again. Yeah. Anyway, not not to be super uh, light. Yeah, way way to get way to bomb us. Out. Woo. You got so the next headline: an alligator's dignity offended. Also out of New York, <clears throat> a professional female alligator charmer. Well, that, that's not something you. <laughs> That's not a, I'm an alligator charmer. Yeah, I'm Lady Bait. Uh, how long did you do that? A day. Uh, a professional <laughs> female alligator charmer in one of the museums was badly bitten last eve by one of the pets, an alligator not a, resenting. Not a professional. And, not a professional. <laughs> Just judging by what I've heard so far, the professional uh, is not justified. Uh, by one of the pets, the alligator resenting an undue familiarity. I, so, I, love, I love getting in the head of the alligator, too. You know what the alligator... Let me tell you what the alligator thought. As a journalist. <laughs> so I guess, she's, I guess she's out of that job. Well... I like that there used to be... And they had it with snakes, too. If you worked with animals, now we have, like, animal behaviorists, and we have these great terms and trainer. I like that it used to be charmer. Yeah, right. So you're yes. like, you that know, like better. It's a better way. Like you don't study them. You charm them. Yeah. So like there's a wild animal and what you do is you wrangle them. So we have like snake wranglers now. I wish I could go into town and be like, you guys know this guy. I'm the snake charmer. <laughs> <laughs> to be on a call sheet. Yeah, snake charmer 330. So, like what's going on? And they go like, guys, this is crazy. The alligator's biting. You go, just take everybody, take it easy. Have a cocktail. Give me ten minutes with this fucking reptile. <laughs> when I come back, has this any, fucking reptile will be on its back. Has anyone <laughs> talked about its parents to it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get to know it a little bit. Yeah. Move. Shit, 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 shit. Throw Frank Sinatra on. Frank, why? Charm the fuck out of this cocktail, Martini. <laughs> I want to be considered a charmer of an animal. Uh, oh, man, like, you know, they have, like, dog trainers now. It, I would spend good money to have somebody come to my house who's a dog charmer. Uh, and what they can do is they'll be like, so your dog lunges on a leash? And I go, yeah. 
And they go, let me charm the fuck out of this dog for about 20 minutes and you'll be fine. You got it, man. Take my gold pellets. They're yours yeah. now. <laughs> How dog charmers not a show on Animal Planet? Uh, for sure. A charmer is great. That is so true. Good Lord. I will say uh, every story, though, people who work with them, not every, but most, uh, at a certain point, it's going to be an unhappy ending. There yeah. is something about, like, I was doing press for a movie a bunch of years ago, and they wanted, we were at the San Diego Zoo with Charlene Yee. And I guess there were animals in the movie, but I don't really remember that part of it. Mm. But for a photo for, like, the San Diego newspaper, they wanted me and Charlene to go in the rhino cage with, like, oh a real God. docile rhino. And yeah. and at the last second, I did, obviously, as you guys know at the beginning of this, I didn't read my prep email. Right. So I get to the San Diego Zoo, and we're, you know, doing the walk and talk interview, and then we get to the rhino cage, and they go... Now hop on in. And I'm like, not on a fucking deck. You're like, go in there with that dinosaur. We let it. Full on knife on its nose. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, no, no, it's really nice. I go, look at the black of its eyes. You're telling me that thing has a personality? Yeah. It's nice. Um, it's one of those nice rhinos. By the way, zoo, until the moment it's not. Zoo nice is Xanax. That's what they mean. (laughs) Don't worry, it's nice. <laughs> we made him super nice about an hour and a half ago. I like the term zoo nice to describe a business associate where you're like, uh, I don't know. So I had to go in there. I had to meet with him. How is he? He's all right. He's zoo nice. He's nice. <laughs> yeah, he's got a zoo nice, though. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, yeah. don't get too close. He's clearly a wild animal, but yeah. he's really trying to act behaved. So I'll just be really careful. Bring a charmer. <laughs> Bring a charmer. Bring a charmer. How are you doing? I'll talk to him. <laughs> you got beautiful eyes, my friend. <laughs> so I'd like to introduce you to my dad, honey. It's a really important meeting. He's zoo nice, so please be a rhino charmer because he's a scary individual. Let me smell her. He's zoo nice, like I said. He just wants to get a little sniff. <laughs> uh, still on page one. This is another story out of New York. Mott Street terrorized. Is this paper just a scroll? It, it's, Wait, yeah, Street a lot of it Mott is. Mott Street in New York? Yeah. Uh, Terrorize. The appearance of a leper creates a panic among the Chinese. Wow. A, a, well-dressed, a well-dressed Chinaman hurried through Jesus Mott Street Christ. from uh, Chatham Square yesterday afternoon with his hat drawn over his eyes. One of his countrymen noticed that his face was inflamed and at once suspected he was a leper. The story quickly spread among the Chinese that there was a leper in their colony. A searching party was organized Mm. and all the Mongolian haunts were visited, but no trace was found of the stranger. The Chinese dread leprosy as much as Caucasians. And there was terror in Mott and Pell streets last night. It is supposed the man came from the West and vengeance is vowed upon anyone who should harbor him. Good God. There's I, a lot I, think, going on I, there. I, I don't think it was on Monster. I think this was in Salem. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> right, yeah. I think, right. yeah. I, th- I think this was Salem. I think this was a couple hundred years uh, earlier. <laughs> but yeah, he, so he was a witch. He was a witch, and they were going to get the witch because yeah. the witches are bad. And I love, first of all, the comfortability of Chinamen is so, their comfortability still rubs me. It's like, oh, yeah. It's, 
And also the idea that they're like, you know, the Chinese people also fear lepers. It's very <laughs> strange, much like we do. It's like, yeah, no, they also don't like disease. It's like <laughs> humanity. <laughs> uh, well, it's also nice to see very clearly who this newspaper is for. It is yeah. not a newspaper for all. Uh, no, it's Lake, definitely not. Salt Lake City. I mean, yeah, the, we, uh, the, but the Chinese people of Salt Lake City are like, let me get my newspaper. That's yeah. true about us. Oh, we really <laughs> do feel like you do about disease. <laughs> well put. Why doesn't it say Caucasian man? It feels the same as the Caucasian man. I will um, say a, a wild thing is to be able to accuse somebody of that. And how quickly panic would set in. Oh, yeah. for sure. I think yeah. of COVID. I mean, think yeah. like non, no mask on a plane, you know? Like, totally. You would, that's <laughs> same shit, really. Except that, that probably leprosy wasn't made by the government. Anyway, keep going, Dave. <laughs> I mean, it could, it could. Cool. <laughs> hey. It, it could have just you, been. Half my, half my friends, Gareth? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's what social Literally, media became good for. You were like, oh, yeah. he's crazy. Okay, good. Half the people I texted with last March. Oh, stop it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're still on page one. Married his sister-in-law. Whoa. Uh, is this, is this a, a continuation from the brother-in-law gun story? No, this so? is too, totally different. Uh, okay. Pittsburgh, uh, Dr. Elling, for 25 years, pastor of the 6th United Presbyterian Church in the city, was today arraigned before the, uh-oh, big word, Monahongala Presbyteria? Presbyterian. It's, it's Monahongala. Oh, yeah, Ma- Monahongala. Yeah, Jake yeah. knows a lot of that religious There thing. you go. Uh, on the complaint of some of his congregation who objected to his marriage with his deceased wife's sister. Ooh. Well, yeah, but that's all right. Like, I it is so. fine. She, she said. It's she scandalous, said. though. Yeah, it is fine. It well, is. I mean, you don't let Clinton marry now, so it's all. No, here, but here's what it is he bought into something, he liked the brand that he had. <laughs> The thing you know, that he had I like the Civic. Away, you got an Accord? Like, yeah, he looks at it like cars. He likes a Honda. He's been with Honda for 20 years. What, all of a sudden he's going to drive a motorcycle? <laughs> or or walk everywhere? He goes like, he looks over and he sees another kind of yeah. nice looking Honda of the same year, essentially, and goes like, I could get into that pretty easily. We could yeah. just keep driving. I got about 15 more good years until I'm off this rock. Let me just lock it up with her sister. <laughs> it goes to the dad. He's like, do you have any other models? He's like, actually, we have a... I've got a six-year uh, younger one and one that's four years older. That is male. Oh, give me uh, the younger female. Give me the younger female. I'd like to take a look at this male option, too, while we're here. <laughs> Slow down. He's playing the family. What about you, sir? Maybe you and I go on a little uh, rendezvous. Yeah. See if there's any sparks, I'm saying. Uh, I, too, am happily married just to a dead woman. It's funny about marriage, how it used to be, and there's still like traditions where you still have to ask like the father of the bride. You don't have to, but it's respectful. And the idea of like negotiating with the father of like the sister of the brother bit, that that is the beginning of our tradition where you would say like, I would like, like, you know, when I married my wife, I asked like my father-in-law, like, and I have her hands, sir, you know, all that bullshit. So like, what I really should have done has been like, I really like your daughter. I think she's great. I'm going to offer you X amount of money, a car, uh, some cattle, like, some cattle. Like, 
couple At acres. Point, like, I don't have a lot, but here's what I can offer you for her. And then she belongs to me. Legally. She's mine. Sorry. And She's then if she passes, now. if God forbid she passes, we can discuss then. We can discuss what's let's next. Ma- let's figure out a discount on her sister. Let's just go yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've already, I've already, I've already put out a day, down payment on the last one. So I feel like we can do a deal. I'm just looking <laughs> for low cool APR. And then he, cool in, his, in his yard, there's just 60 sisters. He's like, let's go to the lot. <laughs> a lot of these are used. Some of them have some dents on them. <laughs> uh, okay, continuing. Uh, a church law declares such marriage incestuous, permitting a man to marry no nearer relative of his deceased wife than he could of his own. What? Oh, really? So much incest going on at this time. There just has to yeah. be. Oh, Wait, yeah. Hold on. That that was that's a law then? I don't that it was then, yeah. Law. Yeah. No, it's I think it's a church law. It's a well, church law. Well, now the yeah, church law is law. like now that they're, they're basically eunuchs. I mean, they like <laughs> yeah. have nothing. I think but Presbyterians that seems, that seems really they? odd that they would make like yeah. I, under, I I understand the laws of saying like don't marry your cousin or your second cousin. I don't get those. Well, but we'll do with your point, Jake. We'll circle back on mine. <laughs> but like you can't marry your Deceased what? partners. Clearly, it was an issue because they had to make the law. So th- it must have been a thing where everyone's like, "You guys, we got to stop fucking our sister's sister." Well, yeah, like, because let's, they didn't yeah. know there wasn't that many people around. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and well, if you're a if you're a, a, like a priest or something, you know what I mean. Like, it's hard. That's a hard. That's hard. You know, it's hard, it's hard to be a man of a person of God and to also be like. But I would also really love to go to TGI Fridays and talk to you about some. Right. God's a pal. So discontent spread in the church. The result that was that Dr. Ealing tendered his resignation, which the congregation refused to accept. What is happening? So they're like, the how matter- dare you? He's like, I'm out of here. They're like, don't go. Yeah. So a bunch of people were pissed. Right. And so he was like, all right. I'll-. And then everyone else was like, no. And then the matter was taken to the Presbytery, which today had... Yeah, today has a lively wrangle over it. It ended in a resolution of a censure vote of 20 to 12. The minority thought the sentence was too light. They wanted the doctor discharged for the ministry. Wow. I mean, just fucking everybody. Yeah, I would go to church. If church was like this, I would go to church. And plus, wait until they hear about all the kid fucking that's coming down the pipe. Like, when that information comes. They're like, good lord. That's going to be a 32 to 0 vote. A strong censure vote has come down. Yeah, that guy's out. By the Uh, way, let's go go back to the guy who married his dead sister. You may marry whatever you want in that family. Let's just be clear from now on. That is fair game. Oh, so page two, we have a, a notice, a public notice. Uh, notice of removal. I have removed my office to the corner of Main and 2nd South Streets, room 20, okay. second floor, over Union Pacific Freight Offices in Wasatch Building, where I shall be pleased to see my friends and patrons. Take the elevator, J.C. Carlin. What <laughs> is the elevator. happening? Some guy's just like, I got a new office. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what it's called? Uh, social media. That is very true. <laughs> like this. Yo, I'm above a Chipotle. That is so, that really is. <laughs> he has that mentality that everyone has now, which is, yeah, why yeah. do you care? Why do I care? Who gives a shit? Can, can you believe it? I got an 87 Ford Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> and he's scared, totally. Man. I wish people could see the face pose. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really sells it. 
<laughs> and he and he's bragging about the elevator. He's like, "Hey, by the way, take the elevator." Oh, yeah. That's what, what my he, building yeah. has. He's letting you know he's got some money, man. He's not messing around. <laughs> and it didn't he's say he, he removed his office. Yeah, he said it sounds removed. like what the Hulk would do, like how the Hulk <laughs> would relocate. You know, I removed my office, put on top a bigger building. <laughs> office there now. What is nice to hear about that one though is I do at times get so grossed out with people of this era. It's nice to know people have always been equally yeah. gross. They just had to do it was so much harder to take an ad out in the paper. So yeah. if everybody back then had access to social media, how funny would it be to see social media from 1890? Oh, just the social oh. media. Oh, oh my lord. Selfies and like, uh, while they're farming. Like it yeah. incredible. Yeah. Blinted from the outhouse, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check out my two mules. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, who's pulling who? Hey. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see uh, 1890 uh, social media. Grain planted. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, is this my bike? It's your bicycle, man. Congrats. Dusty AF. Dusty AF. <laughs> <laughs> Every hashtag is dusty. Dusty AF. <laughs> hashtag dusty. Try to eat some pie. Hashtag dusty. <laughs> the, the, from the riches to the poorest, everyone's like, it's just, I mean, honestly, it's really dusty AF. <laughs> Good to see my dad. It's just so dusty AF. <laughs> Everything. I mean, that's what it is, though. It's like your eyes. You, like, touch your eye and, like, dirt's coming. You're like, oh, fuck. Whenever I think back to, I was like, dusty. There's a part of me that always would be like, oh, it just seems like so unthinkably oh, dirty. Oh, just awful. Just, <laughs> just the dust is everywhere. Everywhere. Only baths. Just not, it, ain't, it ain't coming off. It's always there a little bit. It's always a film. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, so there's a little section called Late Locals. I guess it's like late news that came in. At last sure. midnight... At last midnight, Werner, the German tough who was shot in the neck by Weston, is still alive. Wow. Jesus. Great update. To to the astonishment of doctors and the police, he gives the deceased a bad name and says the latter was an accomplished thief and had planned to rob one of the railroad depots. Hmm. Uh, I kind of don't even really know what happened. Yeah. I believe the German tough. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're considered a German tough, you're not. Yeah. you're not a snitch. So yeah. if he's going to say that, it's just a fact. It's not even a snitch. If yeah. the German tough goes like, "This is what he was going to do," he's not snitching. He's just saying like, "This dude was going to do it." Tough's going to talk. Tough. If if the tough wants to talk after getting shot in the neck, whatever he says is gold in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. I'm sold. <laughs> yep. Sold. I'm sold. That's my take now. Yep. Uh, the coroner's inquest over the remains of the unknown dead thug was held at the sexton's office yesterday is this a different story is this the same yes 
Okay, they okay. can't. Yeah, it's a totally, it's a totally different story. Wait, so right away. Oh wait, no, is, is it? More no, no, is no. It, this is follow up. It might be connected. Let me. Okay. Weston, yeah, it's the same guy. Okay, otherwise that would be quite a run. Okay, it's yeah. just in a different section. So for a page uh, too. W H. uh, Crosby of Grant Brothers Company testified that he recognized the deceased man uh, as the man who was shot Monday afternoon. He first thought the shots were from the sparrow guns until he went out to the back door of the stable. Sparrow guns? That's tough. It's tough. Oh, just some sparrow guns. It's like Steve Martin and the jerk with the cans of paint. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sparrow guns. And, and by the way, specific guns for sparrows? They yeah, just, like, they're just tiny little pistols. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah that probably is true. Wit- uh, witnesses saw both uh, deceased and Werner running out of the, uh, I can't read it, bu- uh, bus with guns in their hands toward West Temple Street. Weston followed when the other two turned on him and the deceased struck at Weston with his gun. You can say shot at him. Yeah, and deceased, so they they won't say the guy. They did say who died, but they just keep referring to him as deceased. I do He's the unknown German thug. A hundred percent, my read was incorrect on the German tough. There's yeah, more to be said. Yeah, and I, I, I jumped right on board, so if I feel like an <laughs> asshole too. Very clearly, seems like the German tough is a snitch, and he's, he's trying a, to get out of trouble. A they major problem. Out, yeah. They all come running out of a building with guns. <laughs> then at the last second, they turn and shoot one of them. There was a decision while they were running where one just went like, blame everything on him. <laughs> uh, so the deceased, the deceased shoots at Weston with his gun, but missing merely knocked his hat off. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh. That's amazing. That's mean an amazing. It, but you're like, oh, yeah. that has, yeah, that's tough. That really is. I mean, because uh, everyone had a hat. You probably, if you're shooting, you probably had to get good at hat target practice. Yeah. Because everyone wore a hat. I mean, that's that's what's always so surprising that Lincoln got it. Where that really, that's right. really threw you off the center. What was like where his head started. What was uh, the, the la- when hats changed from cool? Because you can imagine the cool hats those three guys were wearing. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, just unthinkably cool hats. Those unthinkably cool hats made it all the way through the 40s and 50s in America. You would still have like Super cool hats that people wore. When the fuck did this shit happen? Yeah. <laughs> straight to the that, baseball cap. Do you know, Dave? A, a generic yeah, baseball cap. It was after the fifties because we. There is an amazing. There's an amazing history with hats. We've covered a lot of the hat. It is yeah. fucking bonkers. Like you would get beaten up if you weren't wearing a hat at times and shit like that. Or if you're wearing the wrong hat at the wrong. Like if you wear a straw hat straw after hat. Labor Day, you get your yeah. ass kicked. People would beat the no shit out of you. No way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were there was, riots. There were straw riots. Hat riots. Straw yeah. hat riots. People oh, beating up people incredible. with straw hats. And then, and then it was normal for like. Uh, women of the time to wear like these crazy hats eventually that would just have little ornaments on them but eventually it would be like you'd have like an owl on you like a stuffed yeah. owl on your oh, hat and she'd yeah. be like, hello oh hi oh don't <laughs> mind me normal. just sneaking through it's amazing <laughs> yeah right, uh, so the latter presently rose and walked to the stable remarking to witness that Two men out there had attempted to roll him, but he shot, and they shot, pointing to his wounded head. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't need to update everything. You're like, and plus, they shot, too. It's like, no, we know they shot. Your head is, your brain's out. 
asking for the police, he was sent to the office where the police could be called. Witness found deceased where he fell with a black purse by his side. Hmm. So he must have shot that guy and killed him. The air in the uh, bus was blue with powder smoke and blood was on the seat and the steps. Oh, so he did kill the guy on the bus. Mm. Witnesses okay. witness heard no pass between the two parties. Witness identified the black person in the coroner's hands as having laid by the deceased and thought he identified the gun. All right. Well, that sounds that's pretty exciting for Salt Lake City. I mean, that's a wait. Does it get racist big... at the end? What happened? No black. No, purse. what do you mean? Oh, black, black purse. purse. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I I'm very you. I'm like a dog that heard a noise. My ears are already perked up. I would be really interested to know if in that black purse, if there was not a lot of money, because it feels like they this could have been a frame job. That they killed somebody through the purse near him, through the gun near him. I like oh. this. That's you know you got to think. I mean, if the purse is full. Then it probably just got crazy. What's but if in like, the there purse? Was a rob- if there was a robbery, what they get? Well, the thief who got killed got away with three dollars. Dave, what was in the purse? Do the big reveal. <laughs> they don't say. They don't say. Damn it! No, I know. I figured. I'm sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, and then and then the other guy got wounded in his hat, right? Yeah, like, wounded oh, in yeah. his hat. <laughs> That's one of these. Yeah, okay, yeah. ready, go, ready, ready, and go! Ow, ow, yeah. Ow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. that shoot is. That, yeah, it's the grays. Yeah, <laughs> put like a tiny bit of money in that bag. Throw it near him. Yeah. Oh, here's uh, so here's another. Uh, this is a, a local town news. Police uniforms. The committee on police reported an amended ordinance designating the regulation derby hat as the one to be worn by the police. Passed. Uh. Okay. Hat so news. Hat news. Yep. Hot tea. It's always popping. I would like to see the guy who was really against that. The if you could actually go back in time and see a scene, uh, the guy being like, "They need hat? bowlers, bowlers." The, the derby hat is official. Like, uh, God damn! What? What in the fuck? What are we doing? Are we What's police next? or clowns? What's next? <laughs> How am I going to take a lawman seriously if he has a derby on? What, what are we about doing? It? <laughs> we look absurd. <laughs> well, it had to be if it's in the paper. There had to be some. Oh, I mean, yeah. or well, there's like, just nothing. Again, there's nothing going on. So someone's like, oh, you know, the police have to wear a hat now. They're like, what? Let's get that you know, in the late entry of the day. In, <laughs> in, in everything, there's always a few people who are really pissed off. Yeah, oh, yeah. True. Everything. There's always some people who went like, you've got to be kidding me. You're passing the derby hat. And then when it yeah. passed, there was 30% of the cops who sat in a corner and went like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. As people you are stopping it. on derbies in the street, like, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really smart. Good call. The fucking <laughs> derby hat. Really good. We're yeah. being run by really smart guys. Yeah, yeah. Because the cops <laughs> have to wear a hat. Because that makes sense. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Honestly, I got to get out of this line of work, man. This yeah. department is killing me. <laughs> 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 uh, another headline died on the way to jail. The police were called to the Colorado house about 5 p.m. yesterday where Maggie Cope, one of the police court rounders, had thrown a pail of hot water over several persons. I don't. What's a rounder? I don't know what a rounder is. It's Matt Damon and Edward Norton. That's all I know. Uh, So she had thrown a pail of water over several persons. She was arrested. And while being escorted to the cells, she stumbled and fell. 
The officer thought it was merely a drunken stupor and stopped the cart and dumped the woman into it. Oh, God. This is quite the scene. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. They, so they beat the crap out of her and killed yeah. her. There we yeah. go. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. And then dumped her in a cart. <laughs> well, well, carted her and dumped her in a cell. Yeah. They thought she had fallen in a stupor, so I decided to throw her in a yeah. you know, a little box and then drop some bricks on her head as pillows. <laughs> you know when is, uh, this is insane. You know when ladies walk more than ten feet, they die. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happened here. They're not ready to walk. Yeah, this is a case of she died while driving because you know she was hysterical and had too much to drink. Yeah. And no, no charges were filed against the uh, police officer because he it was just a message. Yeah, no, they were uh, therapies. Respect them. On reaching City Hall, she was found to be dead. So the cart continued up uh, to the Sexton's office. The body was a most repulsive sight as it was marked with syphilitic sores, which made the undertaker's oh. men handle it very gingerly. Jesus the immediate Christ. cause of death was apoplexy. No inquest was necessary. So did she die from syphilis? Well, uh, apoplexy, it's, it's a stroke, right? It's a stroke. So Isn't she was syphilitic and then had a, okay. So and they the figured out she had that. a, she figured out, they figured out that she had a stroke just by looking at her. Yeah. Jake, I like I like now that Jake's on the side of the conspiracy. Well, well what happened? Um, stroke. Should yeah. we look into it? No need. Yeah, it's true. To, uh, should somebody look at it? I can tell by looking. Yeah, look. Uh, uh, officer, you've got uh, blood all over your hands. Why is that? No, I she's, just got it. Okay, have a good day. She stroke exploded. Yeah. Well, I'm good friends with the police chief, and this seems like an open and closed case. Pretty good, yep. guys. Yep, this case was as close as some of these sores. Yeah, I don't buy it. But uh, I will okay. say, I was wrong about the German tough. I will yeah, go down. I, I will and, die on that and, sword. And you felt very, it felt like you were very secure. I really got involved. That was a mistake. I was 100% on that tough. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I also honestly. think I've always wanted to be described as something tough. Yeah. And I don't care what the first word is. They're like, you know that guy, Jake? Yeah, he's a blank tough. Uh, what about um, not at all? <laughs> Say his one so, word really fast. Yeah, He's not, not at all. all yeah. Tough. yeah, yeah. Sneak it up. Uh, if you do it with we... a fake Italian accent, I'm good with it. <laughs> okay. He's not at all tough. Salt Lake Police Court. And there's a bunch of listings of what's happened. Now, here's okay. so these are two separate listings, one after the other. Otto Vonson, a uh, German. Do, I think it is a douche. I can't. I can't really. A douche. I can't really read what it is. A, a D O. I think it's U T C. Well, I think it's uh, whatever. Okay. Otto Vonson, uh, thirty-four years old, was arrested yesterday on a charge of sodomy. Hmm. Okay. So that's one. That's... The very next one is Thomas Hanneran was also arrested on a charge of sodomy yesterday. Mm, so. <laughs> Is there any connection? <laughs> One would imagine they would put it together to save space, but it might have been the spacing issue. Like when you used to have like a term paper and you'd be like, I need the two paragraphs. So they were probably like, All right, well, what if we do? What if we just I know it was one incident of sodomy, but what if we just split them into two sodomy stories? Amazing that that makes the paper. I mean, amazing. Um, it's illegal. It. Makes the paper. Yes. You know. It's still going to make the paper in some places today. That's still going to make 100%. the paper. Yeah, but I mean, it is yeah. 
uh, yeah, it's just uh, the idea that anybody would be would break the law in that way out of choice and not, you know, just natural makeup is just so also the i the embarrassment that people should feel if you're a police officer and you arrest them where you're like two guys having sex having a great time being like you're arrested yeah yeah (laughs) in my bedroom you yeah i mean honestly like what what is it like what implication does this have on anything outside of this room and the the law is like that's not how we're fucking nowadays you imagine if you could get arrested for how you were having sex how many times you would be in jail oh my lord (laughs) buddy buddy buddy, you came you came so fast get out of here you know if you look at like two gay men these are consenting adults so yeah. if you have two consenting adults and what they were doing that they were both happy with where no one was getting hurt, it's not like someone's arrested for beating up their partner yeah. and sodomy. It's just the sex act. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine if that was introduced in straight culture, how insane uh, uh, we were uh, all like, losing. so what happened? You know what? Having a reverse cowgirl, I guess it's illegal now. Yeah. What? <laughs> if, they, yes. if they outlawed the it's straight illegal. 69... It oh, would yeah. be, I mean, people, you would still do it. And that's just a hey, sexual position as opposed to. Imagine hearing a friend going, like, yeah, it was really wild. So I was with my wife. We got super tequila drunk. And she said, do you want a 69? And I thought, first of all, she had a nervous breakdown that she brought that up. But I thought, like, yes, I do want to 69. Fucking feds broke my window, man. I mean, she I, was I wearing a wire. It was a fucking setup. <laughs> You know what? That would be more realistic than <laughs> a partner in a long-term relationship saying, like, you want a 69? What's more yeah, realistic yeah. than that? I've been compromised. Um, you know. I'm working for the FBI. That's how you know your spouse you. has been compromised. Yeah. I would rather work with the FBI than stick my face in your disgusting genitals <laughs> as you stick yours in mine. So what do you think? Supper and then 69? All right, what's going on? Woman, who's got who got? Why do you tell you it's the FBI? They're looking into our finances. They know some shit. God damn it. (laughs) And yes, I want a 69 now more than anything. No, we can't. We shouldn't. No, no, no. It's a trap. But yes, we should. (laughs) Oh, shit. Charles Berg of the Salvation Army was arrested for beating a drum on Sunday. (laughs) Oh, finally. Finally. (laughs) They get theirs. Oh, uh, see, this is a better time when jump circles were illegal. They, they had some things right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I feel, I'm okay with this one a little bit. It's growing at me. <laughs> he made the very ingenious plea that the church people had bells by which to call the faithful to prayer. He had no bell, but he did have a drum, and it answered the purpose of calling people to his meeting house. This logic completely uh, upset the court, who took the matter under advisement. The... <laughs> The person who called on him was the very first Karen of all time. <laughs> a kid at a Salvation Army going like this. Police? Yeah, there's a drummer. Like, just let the fucking kid drum. What? He's volunteering he's, at he's a raising, Army. He's raising money and he's drumming <laughs> for the poor. The Lady, original. there are two men fucking somewhere. I have my job to do. Oh, didn't mean to keep you. Sorry, but this is also very important. 
But now don't now isn't what the self they have the bell now. So is this like a landmark yeah. case where it was the army versus drum versus the It might state? be. I mean it, yeah, maybe they used to have drums and this changed it all. Uh, well then this case did us a huge favor. I mean it really history did. on this one. I'm not I, angry. I wouldn't want to get drummed at as I walked down I mean, it already feels a little like cumbersome to get around them if they had a big fucking drum they were pounding. It'd be too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well good well 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 um that was good yeah great paper uh a lot of fun learned a lot jake i'm sure you feel more informed of the times now um yeah it makes makes us all feel better that we're not dusty af um <laughs> yeah so uh jake thank you so much for coming on the pastime podcast anything you want to promote besides spooky buddies you sure Spooky Buddies 2, 3, and 4 are awesome. in the works. Awesome, and by dude. in the works, I have a pitch for them. I'm trying to get my agent to get me in touch with the studio. So if right. anybody so. at Spooky Buddies Studios listening. So if anyone oh, from Spooky they? Buddies listens to the show, Jake is interested in finally getting in one. Uh, forgive are me. they ghosting and, you? Uh, Dave, yeah, I mean, ghosting is a tricky term. Uh, let's do this off. Let's do this. <laughs> See you later, let's Friday. Do this. See you later, Dave. <laughs> Good to meet you. All right. Thanks again, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Some of these days.